Ross. Welcome to MLS Recap Week 16. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. What's up, guys? And this is Bobby. Take it away, Dave. What, 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 what am I taking away? I'm not taking anything away. I'm bringing stuff. I'm bringing, I'm bringing a recap of games that happened a full week ago. <laughs> and they're wacky, they're wacky midweek games, too. Um, all right, let's get started, guys. <laughs> uh, Montreal versus Orlando. Fourth minute, Orlando already under pressure from Montreal. They earn a penalty kick after Tyler is fouled. Piatti steps up to take it and makes it 1-0 for Montreal. 55th minute, Lovett sends a ball across the six. It's redirected into the net by Tarek. It's an own goal. And in the 92nd minute, Piatti is played in between the center backs. He's got him beat. He rounds Bednik. He pokes the ball into the net. It's 3-0 Montreal. Orlando defense barely trying at that point. So, Lewis, I'm sorry to say... Your catchphrase is over. You cannot say it ever again. How does Jason oh, Christ goodness. still have a job? He doesn't. Oh, well, it's about damn time. So, so uh, Orlando, uh, Orlando CEO came out and and said that they hope to make a coaching announcement uh, within the next week or so. On their list, Luis Felipe Scolari. Really interesting. A uh, World Cup winner. Dunga. Uh, another Brazilian, another World Cup winner. Kaká. A World Cup winner too. Carlos Curios. I, I'm seeing a theme here. I'm <laughs> it's, not yeah, quite it's sure pretty, what it is. It seems pretty evident. The, the world, 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 world Cup, Cup winners? winners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foreigners? Well, yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> Brazilians! <laughs> They're all Brazilian, except uh, for Carlos Curios. I believe he's Portuguese. It's the same thing. Sure. Um, I, uh, well, I, I, I think this was, this should have happened, um, a while ago. I mean, Jason Christ, Jesus Christ. What, what, when the world were you doing? No, Jason Christ. Whatever. Um, it's, (laughs) now I'm seeing him on a cross. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he walked out of that room. I mean, just nailed, but here, here's a team that. I know that they are in a very competitive Eastern Conference. Uh, you can lock up four spots automatically, and you're not even counting Toronto in this anymore. And if you were, it'd be five. So you'd have another at least four or five legitimate uh, or teams that have a legitimate shot at only one spot. And Orlando was supposed to be there. I think they had the talent. I think they have the uh, the, the personnel. Uh, but uh, Jason Christ just uh, I'm not I don't know maybe it was what he did in RSL was just uh, a fluke but it was a long time ago it was a long time ago and that's what he's writing though isn't he but what he did with RSL sounds a lot like singing uh-huh so <laughs> now they're uh, they're moving forward uh, and they look to be going into that uh, you know 3.0 era where they're hiring this big name foreign coach and um you know, good for them. I I, I love the uh, the ambitious uh, pick here. I mean, if they get Scolari, good God. That's I mean, that obviously is bigger than Tata Martino simply because of look, I I won a freaking World Cup, and I'm an MLS now. 
I'm not sure if that's falling from grace or, <laughs> or uh, you know, that you know, uh, a very big. Uh, it sends a big statement. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking. Uh, or a big statement by not only Orlando but MLS saying like you know what, we're we're uh, we're very uh, we're very much um, getting into this uh, MLS 3.0 era and we're, we're not going to be left behind. Yeah. Galaxy, I hope you're listening. You're not. They're not. No, they're um, they're they're talking to Jason Christ. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I'm sure they are. Or Caleb Porter, one one of those two. Same guy. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, it, it really imagine it really is the same guy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you let three goals in against Montreal. I mean, that had to be the last straw. I, I don't see how he would survive after. Yeah. That I mean, that's just wow. All right, up next we've got Columbus versus... Rest in peace. (laughs) Rest in peace, Christ. He'll be back around. You know he will. Cincinnati's got got a team coming in. Hold on, but so so I got a new catchphrase. How does Ben Olsen still have a job? No, okay. Jesus, go on. Have we got to the DC game yet? No? All right, let's go. No, not there yet. Not there yet. Uh, Columbus versus Atlanta... <clears throat> this is my this is my printer, by the way, Bobby. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please don't do not. Don't, it, no, but no. it is, dude. This is <laughs> this is what he lives for. Um, Crew looking for annoying a, both both of you. Yes. Crew looking for the clean sheet record faces one of the highest scoring uh, teams in in the league. Their quest will end in the 30th minute. A header for Martinez. He makes it 1-0 for Atlanta. But Martinez smashes his face into the back of our tour on the header. Uh, he is able to continue, but then he comes off at the half uh, injured. Uh, hopefully, nothing too serious there. Romario Williams will replace him. Uh, Columbus tries to get back into the game, but Guzan denies them again and again and again. Uh, in the 82nd minute, Vialba fed from Amiro and slips, past, slips one past Stefan. He makes it 2-0. Atlanta get the win. Big win for Atlanta here. Uh, obviously, we know that Atlanta's the, the the better team, but going into Columbus isn't the easiest thing, and Columbus is uh, also up there, number three in the Eastern Conference, and Atlanta goes in there um, and just uh, takes care of business. They are uh, obviously uh, the best team in MLS right now. They are ahead in the Supporter Shield race atop the Eastern Conference. Um so, I mean, again, Atlanta's playing the way that we kind of expected them to play and uh, on pace to being uh, support shoe winners. And uh, they're exactly where they're where they're supposed to be. Columbus is a little bit of a surprise. Um, I don't think any of us had them in third place in the Eastern Conference. I think I think all of us had them out of the playoffs, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Maybe there was a bubble team for one of us somewhere. But I, I know I had them out of the playoffs. So, um I know there was a lot of mischances for uh, Columbus. I know Zardes missed a couple of them. Uh, so his uh, his pre-Columbus days form, uh, you know, creeped in a little bit. Maybe maybe a little bit. Guzan, I think, had a really spectacular game and, and really kept Atlanta in the hunt, uh, you know, until they got that second goal, obviously. Well, I think Guzan had a spectacular game against NYCFC. I don't think he had a one. I wouldn't call it this one. I would uh, say it was equally – I mean – Obviously not equally good, but it was also good. It was a good performance, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, I, I will give uh, Guzan credit. But um, either way, uh, obviously Atlanta showing that they have uh, the skill in all uh, all positions on the field. Uh, that is why they are in first place in not only the Eastern Conference, but the Supporters' Shield. Columbus remains in third place. 
However, uh, they are only one point ahead of the New York Red Bulls, and the New York Red Bulls have three games uh, on them. So uh, New York can easily leapfrog them, and they can leapfrog Atlanta United because they have two games um, uh, on Atlanta. So they can leapfrog into first place should they win those uh, those games. So. Yeah, but with a new coach coming into MLS, having to learn the league, it, it might be difficult for NYC. Oh, I'm not talking about NYC. I'm talking about the Red Bulls. Oh, you're talking about the Red Bulls. Well, they might lose Jesse they might Marsh. Lose. Yep, I know. I know. Uh, next up is Toronto versus D.C. Boy, oh boy, guys. No one playing defense in this game. Acosta up the right. He pulls his pass across 18 to Assad, who puts it past Bono. Make it 1-0 D.C. United. 17th minute, Ariola will get to the end of a cross ball with the Palomita, 2-0 to D.C. Things get worse in the 45th as Avaleta is stripped by Maddox. Uh, he gets the ball to Acosta. Bradley tries to, uh, to get it back, but Maddox puts the ball away, 3-0. Toronto FC are down at home. Uh, 56 minute. We all saw that coming, right? Yeah, 56 minute. Yeah. Sorio jump starts. Uh, Attempts to jumpstart TFC as he gets on the end of a ball at the heart of the DC box. He pulls one back. 64th minute, Giovinco sends a swerving shot toward goal. It hits the post, but Vasquez puts the rebound away, and he makes it 3-2. to two. So the comeback is on. 86th minute, Haglin with the header to make it 3-3 three, three uh, between Toronto and DC. 90th minute, Mullins, the giving go. Oh, sends the ball to the back post for Assad, who is all alone. It's 4-3 to three to D.C. United. 96 plus 6. Or sorry, 90 plus 6. Osario to the back post. Haglin again gets on the end of the ball. It's 4-4. Four, four. This one ends in a draw. What a wild game. And <laughs> no matter how you slice this, whether you thought Toronto... Uh, was going to be the team that uh, was going to win uh, no get another this. MLS Cup or uh, the, the team that has been struggling all season. When you have the 19th and the 21st ranked team in the league, you think it'd be a shitty game. And, you know, for, for soccer purposes, it might have been a shitty game. When you're allowing four goals each side, it's a shitty game. But Toronto and D.C., 4-4. Toronto had to come back from 3-0. Three, wow. Against DC United. <laughs> what in the world is going on? Granted, I know that they are struggling with defense, but four goals against DC United. Man. Wow. This is insane. It's MLS, man. It's MLS and all its MLSy goodness. <laughs> I would say give me more, but... No, give nah. me more. Give me more. <laughs> Let's move on. I want more. New York Red Bulls versus Seattle. 37-minute Royer at the back post. Vallet sends it across the six. Uh, gets it past BWP. Royer sends it past Fry to make it 1-0 to the Red Bulls. 52nd minute. Uh, Cutler into the area. BWP with the glancing header. Goes in at the back post. 71st minute. Vallet. Has a golden chance to make it three, but his shot is blocked by Fry. The rebound fouls right back to Vallet, but his shot is high and wide. All he had to do was poke it into the empty net, guys. Um, Harry Ship will get a goal back for Seattle against the run of play. 
He freezes Robles to make it two to one, but Red Bulls get the win here. Uh, this almost turned into something kind of MLSy. New York, I figured, would just blow out Seattle at home. Seattle not a good team. I'm surprised they even got a goal uh, in uh, in Red Bull Arena, a place where they they usually it play was, pretty strong defense. It was very against the run of play. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but either way, a, a goal is a goal, and. Uh, uh, no matter, New York uh, got got the win. Like I said, they're sitting in fourth place in the Eastern Conference, but they have uh, three games um, on Columbus, uh, one game on NYCFC, and two games on Atlanta. So should they win those games, they would be leapfrogging into first place in the Eastern Conference. And you got to remember that uh, at the beginning of the season, they were focusing on the Champions League. Uh, so uh, points dropped in those um, however minimal were due to sending a B squad. And in each of those games, they were competitive. So New York um, looking looking very strong. I know everyone's talking about Atlanta and NYCFC, but, you know, here come the Red Bulls. Uh, uh, I don't even think that here come the Red Bulls. I think they've been there. I don't think anyone's noticed. Um, they're like the San Antonio Spurs. They're going to be good every single year, but no one ever notices it because they're focused on, you know, those other big flashy teams. So... Um, so we'll see if New York can actually get this together. But as we had mentioned before, uh, Jesse Marsh may very well be on his way out. Very well could be making his way uh, to Europe. Uh, we'll see. Or the men's national team. Or the men's national team. I'm, try- I'm trying to I'm trying to dig deep for a, a San Antonio like a mid '90s San Antonio Spurs reference. Maybe Robert Ori. Did he ever play for mm-hmm. San Antonio? He did. He played for San Antonio and no, he played for Houston. Oh, yes. Okay. That's and, then, what it was. and then he also and then he played, played for the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I was just trying to well, find actually, that. I think he might have played for San Antonio. I was trying to find that Spurs uh, reference. I don't know. Bobby, 90s basketball is your thing. Yeah, I'm just, but I'm, I'm just thinking about what Lewis is saying about New York. I mean, he's saying all these things about how they're coming back, but I don't really believe that completely. I mean, there's games that they've barely won, like Colorado. They barely won over 2-1. And that was away. Uh, they they what's it called? Um, there's another game here. Philly. They tied. What the hell was that? That was an MLSE game. You know. Um, and I know you're still bitter about that because you doubled down on that. That's yeah, why I'm, you're I'm bitter super about mad. It. I'm super mad about that shit. <laughs> and, and, then, and then they lo- and then they lost to New England as well. You know, which I think New England is a good is a better team than those last two teams I said. But but I mean, the, you know, it's just. It, it, it goes up and down, just like Atlanta. Atlanta, the game, the game, the game before they're they're great in the standings right now. But sometimes, you know, it's just it's game to game. Sometimes it's kind of a uh, it's an MLSE thing. But yeah. yeah, overall though, yes, and they look like they they should be the better team. They always should be the ones that outperforms the other. But yeah, uh, I think New York is going to be fine as long as they don't Metro Star in the in the playoffs. But you know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's only in the knockout competition. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're fine in the regular season. That's what I'm saying. Uh, all right. Next up, Colorado versus Chicago. Colorado trying to stop their losing streak. And Baji gets them started in the eighth minute. <laughs> Tommy Smith finds Dominic Baji at the top of the area. Baji gets a shot off to make it 1-0. In the 15th minute, Price with the service. This time, Tommy Smith gets ahead on it and doubles the lead. 21st minute, Danny Wilson deflects across from Katai into his own net. It's an own goal and cuts the Colorado lead in half. In the 24th minute, Katai from the right side beats his defender, then pops one over Howard, hits the underside of the post, and it's 2-2. 
84th minute, Kapelhoff will see red for a boot to the face. Mm. Guys, Colorado didn't lose. That's I guess nice. you got to start somewhere, right? I guess so. Uh, you, you know, we talk about Chicago not being a good team, but they are one point away from the final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. Um, yeah. Obviously, they're not part of the... Um, if they do make the playoffs, um, much like, say, uh, Orlando, should they get it together, because they're currently sitting at number six, or Philadelphia, uh, or even Montreal. Yeah, Montreal is sitting in nine, only three points back. So, should one of those teams get together, obviously, you have the elite in the Eastern Conference, the ones that you know have a legitimate shot at getting through the playoffs in MLS Cup, and then you got, you know, the fifth and the sixth seed. So, Chicago is only one point behind, or actually they're tied on points um, with Orlando for that final and sixth spot. Um, Orlando does have a game up on them, though. But, um, yeah, I, I thought, thought it was ironic that as much shit that we give Chicago, they're actually right there uh, in the playoff hunt uh, fighting for that final spot. Um, but I think that's where they, they would stay. I mean, if you figure that Atlanta, New York, and New York are the top three, Chicago would have to play one of those. Yeah, they uh, would have to get eliminated. And that'll be the end of that. I think you can say that Absolutely. for anybody uh, who ends up in that CC. But good on Chicago. Um, uh, but still a uh, a drop from last season. Their their little mini Cinderella run of last season obviously seems to be kind of a minor fluke there. Um, but uh, the still, still being somewhat competitive. Colorado, well... They're back to the status quo after their brief, uh, you know, what the fuck moment or what the fuck season, season yeah. uh, two, two, two years ago. And they, 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 they're back to where uh, we all uh, are familiar with sitting right at the bottom of the uh, <laughs> shield race. Better them, uh, better them than us. Uh-huh. Uh, next up, San Jose versus New England. 11 minute. Fagundes strips a defender. He's in all alone on Tarbell. His shot is saved. 17th minute. Matt Turner plays the ball out to Houston. Uh, oh, sorry. Matt Turner plays the ball out. Houston picks it up. He comes in. His shot is past Turner. It's 1-0 San Jose. 31st minute. Fagundes from the free kick. Good placement at the near post to make it 1-1. 43rd minute. New England on the counter. Benia's shot makes it 2-1. Uh, for New England, and in the 50th minute, San Jose, San Jose gets <laughs> on the end of Lima's cross and makes it 2-2. This one ends the weekday action. So many draws. I'm a little disappointed in New England. Uh, I, I think that's actually weird for me to say. I don't think any of us uh, had New England as a legitimate team in the Eastern Conference. We thought they would be pretty much near where... Uh, where um, Colorado is right now. Turns out that San Jose is where Colorado is right now. They are only one point ahead of Colorado, and Colorado has one game on them. Now, should Colorado win that game, and I don't see that happening, uh, they would leapfrog and San Jose would be at the bottom. So, yay, fuck San Jose. So I am a little disappointed that New England wasn't able to get the the victory here, even if it was uh, cross-country and on the road. Uh, San Jose just a really really bad team um so uh, in in my uh in my opinion I, I feel that new england dropped two points uh going up against this team but um they're still sitting fifth in the eastern conference and san jose is still sucking it up somewhere that is also the galaxy's next opponent so 
I should really hope that uh, you know, I put my foot in my mouth. Yeah, San Jose right in between DC United and Colorado at the bottom. So DC has three. Uh, D- DC and San Jose have ten points each. DC has three games. And all they gotta do yeah. is earn a bloody tie in one of those three, and they would be better than San Jose. I think they are better than San Jose. Um, and like I said, Colorado just has to uh, win the game on hand, and they would be leapfrogging San Jose. So um, how pleasurable would that be that uh, we? We give the wooden spoon Ooh. to San Jose. Oh, oh my God, that would be so that's good. Sexy, right? Yes. Oh God. Oh man, I can't wait for that. That'd be ah, that's that's orgasmic right there. If we can't win anything, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is Endless Recap Week 16. I'm here with David and Lewis. Bye, everyone. I'm listening. And this is Bobby. Thank you. Bye.